Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free in iTunes and at thejazzsession.com. Right now, the Jazz Session is uh, doing a bit of a membership drive. Uh, the way I figure it, I need about 100 people to support this show financially in order for me to keep doing it. And if you visit thejazzsession.com, you'll see a, a subscribe button on the left-hand side, and you'll see uh, the word join along the top. And you can click on any of those, and it will take you to a page that shows you the various membership levels and uh, the, the what you get at each one. Uh, you can become a member for as low as $10 a month, and uh, or if you prefer to do it in one yearly chunk, as low as $110 a year. And like I said, I think I need about 100 of you to do that in order for me to uh, continue to do the show, which I would really love to do, and uh, it seems from the listenership like you would like it to. So if you can uh, find your way to uh, to 10 bucks a month or $110 a year or any of the other levels above that, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Today on the show, uh, it's my pleasure to have David S. Ware. He has a new record on Elm Fidelity called One Sept, which uh, pairs him with William Parker on bass and Warren Smith on drums and timpani and percussion. David S. Ware plays uh, not only tenor saxophone, but also stritch and saxello on this record. And some of you may know those instruments already, but we'll find out more about them from David. The album begins with a, a composition, actually not a composition, a spontaneous composition, might be a better way to put it, called Book of, I think, Critica. Thank you. 
My guest is a saxophonist and composer David S. Ware. He has a new record on Om Fidelity called One Sept, uh, which finds him in the company of William Parker on the bass and Warren Smith on drums. David, it's uh, great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Good to be here, man. Yeah, good to be here. Can you uh, talk about why you decided for this record to have a, a completely spontaneously improvised session? Well, uh... Everybody should uh, remember, or if they don't, uh, we came to New York in this mode, okay? So it's nothing new for me. Uh, we, uh, Cooper Moore, myself, and uh, uh, Mark Edwards, we came to New York uh, with a group, you know, called Apple G. And uh, at that time, we had not uh, dealt with any uh, any written music whatsoever, anything said whatsoever, for mm, a good uh, two, 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 three years or so, you know. Uh, you know, we, we were uh, uh, playing and rehearsing all the time in, in Boston, right? And this was all spontaneous uh, group improvisation. So we came to New York like that. So, you know... And then when I came to, uh, when, when we came to New York City, we we uh, moved into a building on uh, 501 Canal Street, you know, that was during the uh, the loft uh, years, you know, loft jazz years. And uh, we were able to, uh, you know, play and, and, and rehearse there basically any time we wanted uh, in the storefront. It was a storefront. Where we set up drums, we had a drum set, we had a piano in there, and uh, we lived uh, above above the storefront. So, came to New York in in in, in this uh, spontaneous mode. Yeah, and I've I've actually talked with with Cooper Moore about those days on this show, and I, so I guess my question is not so much why did you do it because it was new to you, but but more um, you've at least for. The past little while now, you've been uh, dealing with both spontaneously improvised and composed music, and I'm wondering: is there something something different about just stepping into the studio, not sure what's going to come next? Uh, that something you wanted to capture, some feeling you wanted to capture by doing it that way. Well, you see, the thing is, like I said, you know, I really when I practice, I practice as though. Uh, uh, what I'm playing is complete within itself, you know, and 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 so I mean th- this is this is the ba- this has always been spont- spontaneity has always been the basis of my 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 concept of playing the saxophone. Okay, it's it's always been a, a, a conceptual uh, uh, approach, you know. Uh, you know, and, and you know, we had the, the David S. Ware Quartet for many years, and we were playing tunes. And uh, what I want to finish with is is, is that uh, what, what I wanted to say before was that um, when we came to New York, I started composing. Right? It's so when I came to New York, then I started composing for some reason or another. You know, and then I was influenced by Cecil Taylor also to start composing. So you know, I, I felt you know every time you make a record. It should be different, right? Something should be different about it. I had not played with uh, a, a, a trio in uh, since uh, sometime in the 80s. So, you know, I felt that uh, 
look, we all know the language. You know, it's it's nothing about that. You know, we we can all walk in the studio. We all know the language, so we can we can we can do whatever we want to do with that language. You know, and I feel I feel uh, totally comfortable in the studio or on stage or, or whatever uh, uh, performing like that or recording like that. You know, it's just it's just my second nature. And actually, that's a really good point. This is not occurring in a vacuum. This is occurring between three really experienced musicians who have the same vocabulary. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's not as if you just all landed on the planet and tried to figure out how to make music. <laughs> you have a lot a lot in common musically, the three of you. Yeah. Uh, that's a great, a great point. Uh, I talked, uh, just coincidentally, I interviewed William Parker last night, and um, one of the things he was talking about was uh, I was asking him about the place of joy in the music that that he writes and plays. And he was talking about finding uh, uh, kind of resonant, uh, both, both pulses, rhythmic pulses within, within music or harmonic constructions that reach people at a level beyond just what their ears are hearing. And I wonder if you could maybe react to that at all, or talk about how something like that may or may not play into your performance. Well, man, you know, uh, let me, let me say, uh, you know, let me say uh, a couple of things about how I approach, you know, music. And you know, I I I um uh, I decided that, um, or the case was that, you know, okay, you're, you're improvising, and and you know, and uh, how are you improvising? What what are you doing? You know, in nineteen eighty. Or so, eighty three, eighty four. I I slowed everything down and and I I took a look. I, I tried to become more conscious of what actually I was playing. Right. I tried to break down what I was playing more. You know the intervals and so forth and so on. And I started uh, uh, somewhat. You you might say uh, to rebuild. You know. But in that, you know, even even more basic than that is is intuition man I, I i i've been working on a concept that you know you can go anywhere you know you can go anywhere and and it's really it's it's an 
it's an inner intelligence that's that's really guiding your fingers, right? It's really an it's really an inner intelligence. So it, my 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 style and the way my music is constructed is is off of intuition. It's it's not off of intellect whatsoever. You know, it's it's, it's off of intuition, and and in that intuition, you you have you have uh, 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 melodic ideas. You know, you you have you have phrasing. You 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 have uh, you, you have articulation. You have harmony. You have you you, you have ry- rhythm. You have everything. In that intelligence is everything. I've all, I've been saying that that music has its own intelligence, right? And 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 through through uh, uh, the nervous systems of of, of, of different individuals, it, it, it comes out shaped differently, and it should. It comes out shaped differently. You know, it's coming through you. It's coming through uh, your individual being. You know. Now, okay. Now let's back up from there. Let's back up from the individual. You know, we're all individuals here. We're playing music, right? Now, I've heard music that that human beings do do not play. All right, I've heard music that that's beyond this this earth plane. Right, that's that's going on its own. That's playing. Human beings are not playing this music. This music is happening in some subtle realm of the universe. Right, I've 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 been blessed to hear this music. Right, and you know, I from that point. I realize that the, uh, the music that we're dealing with here is is really a shadow of that. It's really a shadow of that music because in that music, it's all all music comes out of this this universal reservoir. You might say I, I I've been calling it for many years, you know, and and, and it's all harmony, all 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 uh, rhythm, all melody. All everything in that, and we we take from that, right? We're like channels into that. Each individual is like a channel into that. If you're a musician, you you channel into that somehow, you know. And the more that you can channel into that, the greater your music is, and 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 the, the more uh, uh, magnetic your your music is, you know, and 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 the more deeper. You know, the more depth you, your music has when you draw into that. idea that that when I'm playing the saxophone 
you know, I, I'm trying, to, uh, basically, I'm trying to get my individual um, uh, perception out of the way. I'm trying to get it out of the way and just, and just sort of, you might say, uh, uh, submit to this, to this, to this reservoir, right, and let it come through me, right, because it, it has all intelligence. It's within me, you know, but it's universal, right? It doesn't belong to me or anybody else. It's, it's universal. It's cosmic. It's all-inclusive, right? And, and that, that's my idea of playing saxophone is it, it, it's, it's trying to, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, allow my fingers, uh, in, in other words, uh, to be like a puppet. Almost you could say to be like a puppet. You know, when you play, be like a puppet. Because I've also had that kind of experience where consciousness uh, steps back. You know, you have the individual and then you have the cosmic, right? Within, within our being, right? This is all within us. There's nothing outside of us. You have, you have your individuality and then you have something that transcends the individuality, Right? And I, I've also experienced that, where you are totally uh, separate. You're a total, there's a witness. There's a witness. There's an absolute witness. And then there is you playing the music, right? So you're witnessing your individuality. So it's like a puppet. Your individuality is, is like a puppet. That's the best word I can, that, that I, I, I can describe it. Right, and and that is the ultimate. I would say that is the ultimate in being a musician, where you realize that it's not you, right? It's something that goes beyond you. See this this metaphysical uh, outlook. You know that's 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 the way that I approach my my uh, music. You know, and it's through John Coltrane, right? That that um, I learned that he was using music as, as a means of transcendence. He, he was trying to transcend through music. Not that others didn't do it. Not, you know, not that others, not that it was an original idea. Music is, music is how old, you know. Music is as old as time, you know. But, uh, but it, it was through him, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it, it, it was through him that that he 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 was using music as a vehicle for transcendence
and you know, when you talk about this this kind of universal uh, music, are you are you thinking of it as something literally in the universe, or are you thinking it of it as a way to express things musically that you can't intellectualize, but that are generated by yourself, by your own brain? No, your it's, own it's literal. It's it's a it's a it's a literal music. It, it, it's 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 a music that. And some subtle realm, man. We, we're here in this realm here now, in in this physical uh, earth plane realm, right? But there are other dimensions, you know. There are interdimensions to this reality that we we this three dimensional uh, reality we, we're in now, right? There's other dimensions now. Now even even you know the 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 the, the, the metaphysicians. You know the metaphysicians, which would include uh, yogis and Sufis and saints of of uh, of, of all of, of all lineages. You know, have known this uh, since how long? You know, but but the the, the scientists now, the modern scientists, uh, you know, the physicists are just now coming into the fact that there are at least uh, ten or eleven d- dimensions, right? And, and you know through the, all the strength uh, theory and all this stuff, you know they're coming to find this out now, right? And 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 so you know there 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 are other dimensions, man. There's fourth dimension and fifth and sixth and seventh. And so all these dimensions are, are they are real, man. And it, it's like when you when you turn on a radio, you can turn to different frequencies to give you a different station altogether, right? You're getting one station. You tune tune to another frequency, and you get another an, uh, uh, an, uh, an another um, uh, station, right? And it's like all the others don't exist when you get, when you tune into that one, right? And then you switch away from that one, switch to another one. It's like all the rest are. It's like that. We're here now, and 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 and, and we're only aware of this dimension. Right, we're only aware of the dimension here right now. You know, of five, uh, that that's dealing with the five senses, right? You know, we're not aware of anything outside of the five senses, man. But 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 there are other realms where 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 life is taking place, right? And it, and it's other it's of another dimension, right? So we can't see it, right? We can't experience that. It's only on special occasions that we experience that. See? And so where into this picture does the years that you've spent practicing and studying fall? How, do, how does that relate to you being able to, to have these kind of transcendent experiences? Well, well, you see, meditation, man, is, is about yoga. The word yoga... And and it, you know it's all about direct experience. It's not about faith and belief. See, Christianity is is all about faith and belief. But there is a side of Christianity that is about knowledge too. You know, but that that was suppressed, and they didn't want that. Right? They didn't want the side about knowledge. They want the side about faith, right, and belief. You know have to believe you have to have faith but 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 yoga is is about a yoking right yoga is about direct experience of whatever it is that you're talking about you know whatever it is that you're talking about 
You know, if you if you if you if you talk about you see you hear about these beings, uh, uh, Ganesh and 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 Saraswati and and, and Shiva and, and and all all these different uh, 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 deities, godheads. Well, you know, these are the, what the West doesn't understand is that they're forces of nature. That's what they are. And they give them they give them names and personalities. These are forces of nature, right? These are the forces of nature that keep the universe working, right? That 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 keep keeps our lives going, right? And and that's helping human beings all the time, in, invisibly, you know, behind the scenes, right? These these are the beings that are behind the scenes. These forces of nature that you can tune into. And, and have direct experience of through sound, through sound, right? You can connect with them through sound. So it's a, it, it can be a direct experience of this, that, or the other thing, right? You don't have to believe in it. You, you, go, you go to it directly. You go into it directly, right? And, and, and so, you know, the, the, the experience... Of meditation, man, is is uh, you 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 uh, what it is is that you you're going towards you're trying to establish yourself into the fourth dimension. You're going to establish yourself into this fourth dimension, right? This is this is going out of the realm of the senses. You're starting to go beyond the senses. Right, and and tr- you're trying to get established into the fourth dimension, right? So you you go in and out, in and out of that fourth dimension until it becomes permanent, right? And then you know from there you go on. Now you, you know th- th- this is this is actually what it is 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 a quickening of evolution. This this is a quickening of the evolutionary process. Right, and 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 when you when you read these these things in books, and and uh, somebody talks about it, maybe you don't realize, maybe we don't realize that they're talking about over the course of lifetimes, man. This this is not that it can't be done. There are beings that have had had this type of evolutionary quickening within one lifetime, right? But you see, one one important thing that uh, we we have to bring into the picture here, man, is 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 the fact of reincarnation, right? Reincarnating in karma and all this. See, now to the West, right? Uh, they, they they don't preach reincarnation of the soul. They don't preach it, right? Even though it's in that you reap what you sow, right? You reap what you sow. Well, how can you reap what you sow if there's only one life? You know, you know, th- 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 you know. W- w- we're being taught half truths in the West.
you live one time and that's it. Boom. Then you go you go to heaven and 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 and, and that's that's it. Or you go to hell forever and that's it. Man, that 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 is false. It's a lie. It's false. It's not. That's not the way nature works. That's not the way nature operates. Right. And and so we have to bring into the picture uh, uh, reincarnation, man. You know, otherwise. How how can how can the soul uh, exp- uh, experience everything that it has to experience? You know, through taking on these bodies, man. You know, this is not a home. See, this this dimension, man. This th- this this these three dimensions. This dimension, three dimensions of the senses that we all living in here. This is not our true home. You know, we see we came down into this, right? And we're evolving out of this, right? And we're, so we're all evolving out of this, man. But out of this means going back where we came from, right? And, and it all has to do with frequency and vibration, vibrational levels, and 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 that's 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 the way. Uh, the, the 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 creation is is structured, is is structured in frequency, right? So we actually, you know, it's been said we're all we're just all a bundle of of vibrations. Our bodies is a, is a bundle of vibrations, really, you know. And and in deep deep meditation, you you can sense that, you can, you can sense it. You, see, you you can sense a whole lot of things, but that's one thing you can sense. You can sense that, you know, it, it man, this 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 body that we have is uh, is really uh, it, it's it's it has it has a, a lot of different uh, levels to it, you know, including subtle bodies. We 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 only know about this gross physical body, but there there are other bodies that we have that are subtle bodies, right? That and that's where we carry things from lifetime to lifetime. It's in the subtle bodies, see, that these that these certain experiences stay, right? In a way that you can consciously access, are you do you mean that the, there's some kind of intellect that is preserved from reincarnation to reincarnation? Man, it's 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 complicated. It's complicated. It's it's a lot of different techniques, spiritual techniques that that you can access these things and that you can work on these things, right? You can work on certain problems, and then you you have the chakra system and all of that tapping into the to to the to the, to the chakras and and all that, you know. And it's all intertwined with with the, with the subtle bodies where we where we carry stuff from life to life, man. That good and bad things that we have to work out, you know. And, and you know, you you wonder why. You wonder why, you know, well, certain certain individuals, uh, they're born a certain way, right? They're, they're born a certain way. They're born with defects, you know? See, it, now then you, you have to take in, it, bring into the picture something else, is that we, we are all responsible for ourselves. It's not some God, you know, uh, putting things... Uh, on us, 
you know, well, I'm going to make you be born like this. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to, you're going to be born crippled. Uh, you're going to be born with a, uh, your spine is, is going to be uh, twisted. And, and, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, you're going to have polio. Oh, oh, you know, you're going to have cancer. And no, man. See, it, it's, uh, it's all our doing. See, this is karma. This is karma. Right? And karma is not uh, confined to one lifetime. You know? It's not confined to one lifetime. That's ridiculous. One, you live one life, and, that, and that's it. That is totally ridiculous, and, and it has the masses in, 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 in ignorance. That keeps the masses in total ignorance, right? In total ignorance, man, you know, to, to teach this kind of stuff. You know, at a at a very um, young age, I'm talking about 11, 12. I was I was drawn to yoga. Right, I was drawn drawn to yoga because you know, I, hey, I, I I come up in the Baptist church, right? I came up in the Baptist church, and I sat on the deacon's seat with my grandfather, right? And, and 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 in those days, we're talking about uh, back in the fifties now, right? In those days, my grandfather and my father they used to come home. The whole family went to church. They used to come home, and they used to talk about you know how 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 they would uh, collect the money, you know, big congregation. They they used to collect all the money and take it back into the back room and count it, you know, lay it out on the table. And count it, blah 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 blah, and and they and and some of them, it was a group of them that that would take money off of the top, right? They would take money off the top every week and put it in their pockets, right? This is in the church, right? And recently, you know, recently, man, I I, I found out some things about. Well, let let me not get off the subject. What I wanted to say was, at that early age of 11 and 12, of me sitting on on the deacon uh, bench and listening 
I, I decided that this teaching was not for me. There's nothing there. There's nothing being said about uh, going inside yourself. There's nothing, nothing being said at all. You know, I, I, I had no uh, interest. I, I, I couldn't. There was nothing that I could grab hold on to. That's a good. I think that's a good way to put it. There was nothing there that I could grab hold of. You know, so I stopped going to to church, and 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 then around. You know, uh, some years later, not too many years later, um, Sonny Rollins, uh, you know, I already had, uh, I had a deep interest in, in yoga and meditation at that age, right? So, you know, a lot, lot of people might ask, well, how, how come you, yeah, how could you, you're only a small kid, you know, how, how can you have an interest in yoga and meditation at 11 or 12 years old? See, that, 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 that points to the fact that, see, reincarnation, man, Re- reincarnation. I mean, how are these kids uh, born as musical uh, prodigies and all that? You know, seven, eight, to five years old, you know, can play the piano. And all. Man, that's the past. It's been said that the past is to whatever extent that, you know, talking about belief, that you want to believe in it, you know. To some people, the past only goes back to you know when they, when they were babies, you know. But you know, you talking about belief. If you want to talk about belief, you can believe in something that's far past that. And there are techniques. See, this is the thing. This, there are techniques where you can experience past lives, right? If you think you're ready for it, it's quite heavy. It is quite, quite heavy. It is quite heavy. Quite, quite heavy. If you can handle that, you know, if you can handle those kind of experiences, you know, it's possible, right? But I don't think uh, most people can't handle it. Most people could not handle that, you know. You think of it, you know, well, some kind of novelty or something like that. You know, some kind of something, some kind of freaky something, you know. But no, you can't handle it, you know. And and, and, and so uh, the point is that, you know, they talk about uh, this, that, and the other thing, but you, 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 can, you can have direct experience of it, right? So, you know, and, you know, there's a factor of grace also, where certain things can be given to you, right? Certain certain experience can be given to you. So perhaps maybe that experience of me hearing this music that was independent of anybody playing it, you know, was a gift, right? Perhaps it was a gift. <laughs>
know, for me to know that, hey, this this is the source here. This is this is what you're really dealing with here. You de- you're dealing with something that's independent of of you. And you know, when I say independent, you know, uh, uh, it, it it's it's it, it's still connected to us. You know, if you go within, it's somewhere within us. You see, because the whole universe is somewhere within us. See? The whole universe is within us. You know, and somebody listens to that, you say, oh, you crazy. Hey, man, see, but <laughs> they show you a way. See, they can, okay, you don't have to, it's not based upon belief. This is the beautiful thing about the yogic knowledge, right? You know, and when I say yoga... I mean Hinduism, I mean Buddhism, I mean Taoism, I mean all of that. You know, all of that. You know, all all the metaphysical teachings, right? Is is about, you know, all the even even the the, the western mystery schools like the Rosicrucians and so forth and so on. That's all about direct experience. You know, mystical Christianity. You know, it's all about direct experience, you know. So this is the beautiful thing, man, and, and this is what drew me to that. You know, this is what drew me to the to the uh, the, the yoga uh, teachings, you know, and, and 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 you know specifically to to meditation, you know, because uh, I, I think uh, I don't think well, I, I was meant to be to be on the meditative path at least this life. You know, and, and and you know, and when I say that, man, you know, being on uh, 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 leading a life of meditation, I'm still a householder, and I still have problems like everybody else. It's, it doesn't make your life perfect, right? But it gives you a tool. You know, it gives you a heavy duty tool to deal with everything that comes your way. And it gives you a certain perspective, right? And it also amplifies everything, see? It can amplify everything, right? It can amplify a lot of your experiences that come to you, you know? It can amplify, it can magnify Right, you have you have the ability to to uh, decipher, you know, break down, analyze, you know, discriminate. Right, this is this is all yoga. This is all the things that they talk about in in the, in the yoga scriptures. You know, the, the power of discrimination. You know, the, the power to di- differentiate between this, that, and the other thing. Bye. <laughs> 
That's music from David S. Ware and his new trio recording One Sept with William Parker and Warren Smith on Om Fidelity. I'm Jason Crane. This is the Jazz Session presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. You'll find every episode of this show online at thejazzsession.com and also in iTunes. And if you would... Take a moment. Please become a member of the Jazz Session. Just visit thejazzsession.com, and you'll see uh, clearly marked the words "join" and "subscribe." And you can do that for as little as ten bucks a month, and as little as one hundred and ten dollars a year if you prefer to do it in one chunk. I would greatly appreciate it, and uh, I need about a hundred members in order to keep doing the Jazz Session. Thank you to those of you who have already joined, and thank you to those of you who are about to. My thanks also to the Respect Sextet for the theme music to this program. Check out their new record, Farcical Built for Six, online at respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Vrabel, who designed the Jazz Session logo. Please get out there and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and then come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.